and welcome to How To Be Successful with me, Vicky Paul. I'm an intuitive artist, energy healer and author and I'm on a mission to help you live with more joy, purpose and meaning. How To Be Successful is a straight-talking, heartfelt and enlightening podcast full of soul-centred wisdom, home truths, life-changing insights and free-flowing conversations with some of the most inspiring, knowledgeable and honest voices in well-being, spirituality, self-love and personal development. It's a show for people who are no longer satisfied chasing society's version of success because they're ready to embrace their gifts and thrive on their own terms. Hello and welcome to episode seven. I hope you are enjoying the podcast so far and if you are, I'd so appreciate if you could rate and subscribe it because it helps beat all those algorithm bots and help people find my podcast. Before I dive into today's topic, which is successful, what it is, what it means, and more importantly, how it can help you, I just want to throw forward to a few guests that I've got coming up in this series. I'm going to be chatting with a woman called Callista, who is a former cancer research scientist turned gifted spiritual teacher, and she runs workshops and meditations and attunements to help raise consciousness. And she's got a really interesting story, and she shares how she works with elementals, which are nature spirits, and she's going to help you to find out how you can tap into this energy and use it to support you to live more fully in harmony with yourself and with the planet. I'm also going to be chatting to a couple of ladies who deal with something called family and ancestral, sorry, family and ancestral constellation therapy. That is a bit of a tongue twister. And, but I tell you, it's fascinating stuff. It's about releasing past and present trauma. Now that can be your own trauma. It's often trauma that we carry through the generations from our ancestors along our family line, but also in the community at large. So it, it has huge implications in terms of shifting community trauma. So definitely worthwhile listening out for these episodes. I'm going to be chatting to a guy called Alex Levy, who helps you tap into your inner truth, tap into your flow and helps you connect with your spirit guides. And he loves to work with light workers or people who are on a spiritual path, particularly if it's something that you want to make as a business. So definitely check that out. And I'm going to be talking to a lady called Jessica Huey, who is all about purpose and she helps people share their message and breathe life into different purpose-driven projects access your gifts and she's got over 20 years of experience of working in the media as a publicist, a speaker, an entrepreneur, a mother and an author and she shares what she calls as transformational visibility. It's a brilliant episode and she has worked with so many amazing and famous people. Talking of famous people, I am buzzed to share with you that I'm going to be chatting with Camilla Sacri Dalarup. She is a leading life coach, a hypnotherapist, meditation teacher, NLP practitioner, and three times global best-selling author. But you may also know her from her dancing days. She was on Strictly Come Dancing and she's currently a judge over in New Zealand with Dancing with the Stars. And she's just such a gorgeous energy. I know you're going to love that episode. Anyway... On to today's chat, which is all about being successful. Given that the podcast is called How to Be Successful and my book is called How to Be Successful, I thought it would be a good idea to share what that actually is, what it means and how it can help you. 
But before we dive in to what is successful, you will notice, obviously, it's a bit of an amalgamation of words like the benefer, success and soul. I want to have a chat about both of these words and the meanings behind them and the impact that they each have on our lives, positive and negative. So if we look at the word success, it's something that has been written about for decades, for eons. And no doubt, if you're like me, there will have been some part of your life where you have been striving to be successful. And the trouble I have with the word success is that one size does not fit all. And certainly in the Western world, success tends to be something that is wrapped around some form of material gain, whether that's in a job, a career, around your finances. And if you say that somebody is successful or they have a successful life, the chances are that you are meaning that they have got the material traps from working hard, from earning lots of money, and that they seem to just be doing well in life. And this is something that society, particularly in a a consumerist society, it encourages us to become successful, even down to the very fact when you're in school and you've got exams and you go to university, it's all about trying to have and trying to build this successful life. And I was like you, that person, I was following my path, I wanted to be successful, I wanted to have a successful career and I wanted everything that came with that because for me it not only was representative of who I was as a person but it was also going to give me the freedoms that I believed I could enjoy if I had a successful life. However, it can be all-consuming and that's great and that works for so many people but the truth is it doesn't work for so many people. And it can actually leave you feeling lost, feeling disconnected, disappointed with yourself, with your life. And it can cause a whole lot of stress, which, as you know, can knock on in terms of your mental, emotional and physical health. So it can be something that can be all consuming. And often people who are successful, who have achieved success in how we define that sort of in general terms, they tend to find that they wake up not over one day, but over a period of time where they realize, is this it? There's got to be something more, something's missing. They're constantly striving, constantly striving. And it's one of these things where the end is never enough. There's always got to be more. And often when you hear successful people talk about their success, and this is people who have achieved great things in their career or in their life, they tend to say that it's not the money or the the material aspects of their life that they were striving for in the first place is where they find their comfort, their satisfaction, their connection, their purpose, their meaning. It is not those material things that are wrapped up and, and really are synonymous with success and what success actually means. And given we live in a life that is, or a world rather, that is driven by fame, by attaining material wealth, by success and how achievable that is. It's kind of misleading because for me, success means so many different things. And and you could be a successful mum, you could be a successful parent, you could be a successful wife, you could be 
a successful friend. There's so many different ways that you can express success as an individual, but collectively it has a general sort of terminology, a general sense of what it is. And it can suck us in and spit us back out decades later, wondering what the hell was that all about? Yeah, you might have the nice house, your kids might be at the school, you know, a great school, you've got good health, etc, etc. But something just feels like it's missing. So there is a flaw with success as we understand it to be. And this is what I want to kind of unpick, because for me, I believe that the original definition of the language that we created as human beings to help us communicate with one another and make sense of the world round about us still lies in our soul DNA. Success back in the day when it was first sort of invented, I guess you could call it, when we first, the language and the word rather first came into our language was in the early part of the 1500s and it was taken from a Latin word, succedere, which was the verb to succeed. Now, it actually meant, in 1535, was the first kind of um, time this word was written down and, and noted. It may obviously have been brought into our language earlier than that, but this is kind of first recorded references of it. But it meant to go under, go up, come close after, or go near to. Whether the outcome was good or bad was irrelevant. So success at the moment is centred around a positive outcome. If you've had a successful relationship, it's a positive relationship. If you've got a successful career, you have developed a career that has um, taken you places, that has given you material wealth, that has challenged you and inspired you and, and used the gifts and talents that you have, etc, etc. But it's about a positive result. However, back in the day, the result was irrelevant. And, and when I first, I don't even want to say come up with the idea for the book, it was more like a brain dump. The idea came to me um, out of nowhere and the word successful came into my mind. And I thought, what the heck is this all about? So this is when I started to have a dig about and, and, and really started to sort of explore language and the study of the history of language etymology. And I, it fascinates me because, as you know, language changes throughout the generations. We're always adding new words as we progress as human beings, as our communication and, and the way we integrate with each other and the world around about us. Naturally, language is going to develop. But I believe that the original meaning of the words that we created to make sense of our lives still resides within us. Much in the same way that we have physical DNA, I believe we have soul's DNA. And for me, the soul is the sort of the ethereal part of our being. It's, it's the life force of who we are as individuals. We all have a soul. It's how we express ourselves it's how we connect with one another. It's our purpose. It's our personality. It's the things that make us tick, that inspire us. It's how we present ourselves. It's how we express and communicate. It is the very essence of who we are as human beings. Different to our spirit, 
And oftentimes spirit and soul can get sort of not confused, but they tend to get used under the same guise as the same word. But for me, my understanding of spirit and soul is that we have a soul, but we are spirit. Spirit is that invisible energetic part of us that connects with the universe, connects with each other. It's the same. We are all the same spirit, all part of that energetic essence. But our soul is the individual aspect of that essence and is very specific and personal to each and every single one of us. And it's where our gifts are. It's where our talents lie. It's where our story is. And it's something that we have really forgotten to nurture. We've spent so long focusing on our mind and our body, trying to, you know, retrain our mind, trying to quieten our mind, trying to expand our mind. And the same with our bodies, whether that's in the gym or, we, you know, pushing ourselves to achieve greater things in the physical realms. So I, for me, it's very much the case that we have spent most of our lives working on our mind and body and, and we haven't really considered the soul aspect of it. And it tends to be that you don't do that until something fairly major or traumatic or life-changing happens when you start to realise, okay, that the, the, there's definitely got to be something more to me than what I can see, taste, touch, smell and hear. We start to explore that sixth sense, that world beyond the physical aspects of our understanding of our reality. So success soul is really about going near to soul. So to be successful is about going near to your soul. It's getting closer to your soul. It's reconnecting with your soul. Now, the truth is we're never disconnected from it. And I've spoken about this before. We are very much intertwined all aspects of our being are one however it's kind of like a muscle when we don't spend time with ourselves we lose the ability to connect seamlessly with that aspect of ourselves and it takes more and more effort to become connected with that aspect of who we are and and it's it's a way in is like you're we talk about your gut instinct or your intuition. That is really your soul communicating with you. That is your ethereal, energetic essence trying to communicate through the body, through your mind, through everything from health issues to our immediate reality. Our soul is trying to communicate and influence us in a positive way. And that's really what my book is about, what the podcast is about, what my art is about. It's all about helping you to reconnect with the soul aspect of who you are, the very essence, the very nature, the very truth of who you are. Because I know through own personal experience, and I believe this to be the case for every single person on this planet, that if we were far more in tune with the soul aspect of ourselves, we would be connected with the truth of who we are. We would understand 
who we are and accept who we are. We would release the judgment around who we are and therefore release the judgment of other people. So it's a hugely powerful tool to transform your life for, I mean, not just for the better, for, for the betterment of yourself, but for the betterment of everyone. And I mean, I guess you're listening to this podcast because you are on some form of spiritual path. You have some form of interest in well-being, in being a well-being, in expanding your awareness of what it takes to be healthy mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually. So to sort of be in a position where you recognize that there is a soulful aspect to your body, to your being, is only going to stand you in good stead. And those of your family and your friends, your immediate circle and strangers in the street. So I am I'm so passionate about finding different ways to communicate how we can reconnect with our soul self. And it's a heck of a lot easier than you would think or than you would imagine. It, it, our soul is very much wrapped up in our feelings. And one of the easiest ways to start to reconnect with this energetic aspect of who you are, and initially it might take a bit of time because we're so in our heads these days, we're so in our bodies. And I don't know about you, but it, it's I sometimes find it quite difficult to sit down and, and find the space to be calm, whether it's to meditate or just to take some time to be with myself without the phone, without the distractions of, of life or family or work pressures, etc., etc. Just to down tools and spend 10 minutes just sitting with and in and of myself. So I understand that that can be challenging, particularly if you have family We've all got a lot of pressures pulling us from one pillar to, you know, the post to, to that distracts us. And oftentimes when we feel we need to unwind, we tend to do that by grabbing a glass of wine or watching some television or some other form of distraction. Rather than just spending time with ourselves, in ourselves and just waiting to see what comes up. I read the other day that our attention spans are now just eight seconds long, which is just crazy when you think about it. And you'll hear that in music if you listen to the radio. Next time you've got the radio on or you're listening to a podcast, and there's music in the podcast or wherever you consume music, listen to the introduction of a song. Now, back in the day when I used to work on the radio, it was in the early 2000s. And when I first started on the radio back then, and that wasn't that long ago, we would sometimes play songs with a, with the kind of intro, which is the musical bed before the singing kicks in, you know, and it could be 30 seconds or 40 seconds long. That just doesn't happen these days. And, and, and if some artist has produced a track that has that length of intro, I'll tell you now, the radio stations will cut it so that it, it's it's really short, but just go and have a look, or, or go and have a listen rather, um, and see what I'm talking about. So our attention spans are so short. So the thought of having to sit with yourself for any more than eight or 10 seconds can be quite daunting for some of you. Particularly if 
your mind is buzzing at 100 miles an hour and, and you've got to work out what you've got to have for dinner and when am I picking up the kids and did I get the dry cleaning and oh, we've got the roofer coming over and all the other stuff that just consumes our day-to-day living. But when we do take the time to commit to spending time to exploring the sort of soulful aspect of who we are, that energetic essence of who we are, it can be very revealing It can be freeing, liberating, inspiring, exciting. Sometimes it can be upsetting. Sometimes it can be emotional. There will be tears, people, let me tell you. There's going to be tears because whenever you shift energy, whenever you release energy, you make space for something new either to come up or to come in. And when we shift energy and and we release the energy that we have kept hidden, that can sometimes cause a physical reaction and it can be anything from bursting into tears, you know, equally bursting into laughter. So there's a definite physical response to shifting the energy to accessing that ethereal, soulful part of our being. But it is just worth its weight in gold in terms of the potential that you can invite into your life when you reconnect with your soul self when you start to spend time nurturing your soul self so that is what how to be successful is all about it's how to be close to your soul how to go near to your soul how to reconnect with your soul and I do this because it's a journey that I've been through myself and I'm still on you know everybody says you know we're still learning every single day is a school day But what it has done for me is that it has helped me to move through life's challenges with a hell of a lot more grace and a lot more understanding that what is happening in my life is for the greater good. It is for the greater good of my evolution, of my expansion, and in turn, everyone else's expansion, because we are all connected on a a spiritual level. We are all connected energetically to one another and I know that I have become a more peaceful person I have become a much better person a kinder person to myself and others a more understanding person because of the work that I have done to go near to soul to understand and nurture my soul self now it's not I'm going to be honest it is not an everyday thing for me because like you I have pressures that distract me And I always want to try and be better and spend more time with myself in that capacity, understanding who I am. But I do every day have some form of spiritual practice and whether that is journaling or gratitude or bed yoga. I've started to do bed yoga, which is just wonderful. It helps you, um, you know, you, you start to hit a certain age, you get a bit creaky when you get up in the morning. So a bit of bed yoga, deep breathing, bringing some fresh oxygen into my lungs and stretching. So these are all spiritual practices that help us reconnect with ourselves in some form or another and just allow us to embrace and embody and honour the energetic aspect of our being. So there you have it. That is success. That is soul and that is success soul. It's about reconnecting with your soul. I hope that that helps understand or helps you understand rather 
what the purpose of these podcasts is all about. It's about a tool, a, a guide. It's about helping you navigate life with a little more ease, a little more grace, with less resistance. Because when we are connected more fully with the soulful aspect of our being, we can transition from the physical, the mental, the emotional and the soulful aspect of our being with far more ease. And it's like adding to your toolkit for life. It helps you navigate life. It helps you get more out of your life, get more enjoyment out of your life, get more expansion out of your life. It pulls opportunities into your life when you are living from a, a, a place of soul. You make better choices for yourself and therefore for others. So there's just limitless possibilities when we come at life from a place of soul rather than purely from the sort of ego, mind and the body. And I probably, the, the, this could be a number of podcasts to, to, to break it down even further, but I thought just as a sort of introduction to help you understand what successful actually is. And I gathered you would already know what it was, but it's it's just, it came into my mind to have a chat about this today with you. Um, so I hope it has been helpful. And as ever, I would love to hear from you if you've got any questions, if you've got any comments, then you can get in touch with me. All the kind of details are in the show notes. And I hope wherever you are, you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, and that this podcast and this episode has triggered something in you to take a few moments a day just to understand, to realize, to recognize, and to reconnect with the soulful aspect of who you are. So I'm sending you much love until the next time. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you'd like to find out more, then please check out the show notes. And if you'd like to connect with me, then head over to my website, vickypaul.com, or you can find me on Instagram at vickyjpaul. Why not take advantage of a special subscriber-only 10% discount off my personalized soul portraits and intuitive readings? All you need to do is get in touch using the promo code PODCAST21. That's PODCAST21. And don't forget, you can buy my book, How to Be Successful, available anywhere that you buy books, or you can also get it via the link in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And please continue to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. I'd also really love if you could write a review because that helps myself and my guests get discovered by more kindred spirits. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.